It's episode 89 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. I'm recording this on a Saturday, Saturday the 6th of October. Um, how's everyone doing? It's uh, it is a miserable day outside, isn't it? I've been out, I've ran errands, I've stripped the bed, changed the bed, washing the sheets, been to Tesco, done the shopping. There you go. Washed out the bath, washed out the sink, fully domesticated and stuff. So uh, just have to prove to the girlfriend that I'm not a complete moron, a feckless idiot. Um, <laughs> not not quite, not quite yet. I'll, I'll break something eventually. I know I will. Um, as you haven't seen, she hasn't come back yet to uh, assess the shopping that I that I bought. Um, I know what things are, I just don't know where they are. You know, it's a new Tesco, right? So I don't know where these things are. But um, yeah, that is Saturday. I'm feeling good. I'm in a good mood. Yesterday, um, we had the Leicester Square Theatre New Comedian of the Year competition. First heat I went through um, together with uh, William Stone and Ben... Ben, 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 Ben. I want to say Robson. I want to say Robson. It is Ben Robson. Ben Robson. So we went through, uh, yes, there's three of us through. I'm not sure when the quarter final is, but hey, competition's always, always fun. Always fun. Until you get knocked out. Then they start being fun. And, you know, that's when you can't really judge art. You know, how can you really win the competition when it's based on art? So, <laughs> but yeah, but while I'm still winning, oh, it's, it means everything. It's amazing. It's an amazing competition. But um, that's what I did yesterday. What else? Uh, Uploaded a new video of my set at the comedy store last week. So if you want to check that out, that's on YouTube somewhere. Or go to my website, actually. I've got a link there for that. So you can go check that out if you want. But that's enough of me. Um... What else have I done this week? Oh, gigged at Brunel University. Gigged at Brunel University. Black History Month. Uh, with uh, who was there? It was Junior Booker hosting it. Uh, I opened up. Then Tanya Moore, Break, Dino Mac, and then Axel Blake. And I tell you what, I learned about students is uh, they don't have an opinion on anything, do they? <laughs> they don't have an opinion. It's hilarious. It says I think what happens, right? It's this, is that we think that when you refer to millennials, we think these whiny, bitchy kids at uni who haven't even lived life and they're just there expressing their opinions, bloody millennials. Because every video that comes around, like when it's like, you know, kind of a right wing guy, you know, putting it to these stupid liberals, think snowflakes, liberal snowflakes, victims. Um, it's always like that university talk. But the thing is, there are uh, millennials like my age. Thinking like if you're 35 and below, you're a millennial. Um, by by definition, millennials just like a marketing term. My mate who works marketing told me it was just made up in a meeting one time. Like you know, like your generation Y, generation X, and then millennials. That's just what it is. Just a uh, market market segmentation name. And so. Um, yeah, so when you watch these things, you think, all oh, right, I've got to go to university, I've got to be all liberal because these fucking social justice warriors, snowflakes. Um, but no, they have no opinion on anything, neither right nor left, not not centrist, n- nothing too political. Um, they have a view. 
how can you hear I, I can't I haven't got headphones in so I can't tell if you can hear the washing machine in the background uh, but yeah that's going on because I'm fully domesticated but <laughs> but yeah so that was a strange gig but it was fun um, I, I, I approached it in the wrong way because I, I said they didn't have an opinion on anything so what did Darren do he decided to start talking about politics idiota a muy idiota um, so I shouldn't have done that what else um, yeah that's it that's it for my week um, let's get into what I've seen in the news the things that I've taken notes of oh where's all my notes gone that's good oh, alright that's good <laughs> stuff about Theresa May dancing oh well got to go over top top of my brain let's talk about Theresa May dancing you see that what, what the hell is that I mean, I kind of like that she moves around like she just gives zero fucks about anything in life. She's like, she doesn't care. She's not caring at the moment. She is flagrant with a, with a decision making. She, she don't care. She don't care right now. Um, and that hasn't won me over. <laughs> not at all. Although these, um, these party conferences, they are... What is the point of the party conference? Like that isn't the real life you know, visualization of an echo chamber, a lot of Facebook. Now, when you post a status or on Twitter, Facebook, you just want to get likes and retweets because uh, the algorithms, you only see other statuses that are like yours. That's not what these party conferences are like. Now they come out on stage and she's dancing to Dancing Queen and telling shit jokes and all of her mates. Oh! Like what they should do is they should have Theresa May go to a Labour Party conference and Jeremy Corbyn go to a Conservative one. That would be interesting. Let's see how, you know, how much you're dancing and how much, how, how confident you are on the microphone when the whole room is against you. I mean, that would be entertaining for me to watch. I didn't watch any of these party conferences and stuff, but who knows? Who knows going on? No, I, I don't, I can't follow these the politics and stuff Brexit I mean whatever's going to happen is going to happen isn't it there's going to be a second referendum I don't think so should there be I don't think so it's uh I mean maybe a vote on no actually I was about to say maybe a vote on the options no how the country leaves the EU but then I think we proved with the Brexit vote that we don't know what we're really talking about as a as a population so maybe they should not allow us to vote I think that might be the most sensible thing to do. We're probably not best placed, are we? We're probably not best placed if uh, voting on such an important decision. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe we should. Maybe every maybe every important decision we should vote on. Until we get bored, then we go. Actually, can we just have a fucking dictatorship, please? Like you, you make decisions. You make them. So I've been in a relationship, isn't it? Sometimes you just want your partner to make the decision. You don't want to be consulted. No, you, you decide. What are you asking me for? I feel that's what Brexit should have been like. We're going to leave the EU. No, literally everyone in this room doesn't want to do it. Let's chuck it out for referendum. Okay. Where is David Cameron? I haven't seen that guy for ages. That guy's fallen off the face of the planet. Unbelievable. But, um... I mean, what else has happened in 
the news, the, the, the news, um, let's see, what, what we got, you had that, um, well, I still at conferences, what happens at conferences, conferences is a democratic event, and what has been asked to happen at democratic events, no clapping, that's right, Redis in the Metro, he's been posted on different things, I've seen the person who it's discussed it on TV, but let me read that. Clapped out. Students vote for ban on applause. Clapping has been banned by a student union over fears it could trigger anxiety and jazz hands will be used instead. Jazz hands isn't the proper name. It's uh, British Sign Language Clapping or something like that. Anyway, uh, Manchester Student Union made the change after it was argued the loud noise from traditional applause um, at union events could pose sensory issues and British Sign Language clapping or jazz hands would be more inclusive. All right, let's stop that right there. More inclusive to who? Because if you're deaf, you can see people clapping. So you could, you know, you think, oh, that's, that's my key to clap, all right. Um, even if you're deaf, you can also hear the vibrations of a clap, right? So couldn't a deaf person just see other people clapping and clap and stuff? Like, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what makes that in, inclusive there. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset about that. I'll do jazz hands if you want. But here's the thing. What, what if you're blind and you're on stage? Hey? You're Billy Blind on stage making a great political point, an absolute zinger against your point opponent in the debate, and the room is erupted with jazz hands. But you don't know. There's silence. You can hear, all you can feel is like a bit of a draft because everyone starts waving their hands. And now your confidence is rocked. You're like, oh, God, no, they didn't like my point. Now I'm going to start bumbling and backstepping on my point. You know, you're there saying stuff like, oh, yeah, racism's bad and so's rape. And the room erupts with jazz hats. And it's like just silent to the blind guy. He's like, oh, fuck. What room am I in? No one's responded. Then he starts backtracking. Oh, maybe, a little bit, little bit of racism. These women, it's kind of... They, they need to not wear certain clothes. Am I right, guys? Now no one's jazz handing. Like your victim blaming now. Yeah, you know, these women shouldn't be shouldn't be hanging out with guys drunk that they don't know. Hey, how am I that room? Again, it's just silent. There's no jazz hands. But the blind guy doesn't know. So he's thinking, oh shit, I've got to just double down. And now he's just like, rape everyone. All of them, the blacks, the browns, the yellows, the whites, reds, beige, all the colours, rape, rape, everything. And the room is now just appalled. I, I don't know what the British Sign Language sign is for, you know, fuck you, get off the stage. But he'll be getting a lot of that. He won't even know. And he will be sweating and having a terrible time. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't. It's just not inclusive to blind people, is it? You're always going to exclude someone when you're including others, I guess. But um, let's carry on reading. Um, Liberation and Access Officer Sarah Khan 
uh, wrote the motion which received little opposition. Oh, well, if it received little opposition, why is it news? <laughs> there, there you go. That's another point. Uh, we had a vote and it, it was kind of unanimous. Okay, so why is this news? Who, who made this a story? The National Union of Students, which has been encouraging sign language clapping since 2015. Oh, it's not even new. It's not even a new thing. 2018, and now we're now we're upset about it. Now it's a story. Okay, great. Um, said student unions strive to make their events welcome to all of their students by acknowledging their experiences and responding to their needs. However, the decision was met with ridicule on social media. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, people like me. Uh, <laughs> one Twitter user said they suffer from anxiety. Um, who said they suffer from anxiety, called it ridiculous, adding you're just catering to the illness instead of helping people to get over it. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and how many people actually have proper medically diagnosed anxiety? You know, I hear so many people use, you know, mental health terms just to describe their normal state of being. Um, you know, um, Call No For Podcast, they dealt with this briefly this week, but and I commented on that. It's one of the things that I hear people all the same. It, um, hear say it all the time. I heard someone um, literally this week look at someone else's desk and go, "Oh God, this is this is giving me anxiety." No, no, it's not giving you anxiety. It has made you feel anxious. That is a difference, massive difference. You don't have anxiety. Okay, you feel anxious. Like most people do. Uh, but you don't even feel anxious. You're not even anxious, actually. An- anxiety, feeling anxious, right, is when, you know, something's about to happen in the future and you're not really sure how it's going to go. That's when you tend to feel anxious. Yeah, we agree on that? All right, cool. I assume you all do. I mean, I guess your jazz hands in at the podcast right now. Okay. Yeah. Now, you're feeling anxious because you don't know the outcome of something's going to happen in the future. So I'm not sure how looking at a desk would make anyone feel anxious anyway and give you anxiety like what is going to happen now if you do actually suffer from anxiety there is a chance that maybe a desk would make you feel anxious so if it actually have anxieties you're anxious over things that you shouldn't be anxious about so maybe actually if you was looking at a desk you might have you might have anxiety if it had made you feel anxious but i doubt it did i doubt it did you know a lot of people say, oh, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm depressed at the moment. I'm fucking, I'm depressed. I'm actually depressed. Yeah? Why are you depressed, mate? Well, the reason I'm depressed is because this is... Well, wait, wait, you've given me a reason. What? The moment you give me a reason of why you're depressed, it means you're not actually, you haven't got depression. You haven't got depression. You're sad. You're sad about something. That's, that's normal. You know? Oh, my mum's ill. Oh, right. So yeah, I've got depression. No, 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 you haven't. You're, you're sad. You're sad because your, your mum's ill. She's, she's a loved one. And you're concerned about her health. That's, that's not depression. You're sad. Oh yeah, you know, my son's just born. You know, all good. Wife's looking great. You know, the weather's fantastic. We just completed on the house. And that's how you're feeling, mate. Shit. Why? I don't know. Oh, you might have depression, mate. 
Yeah, yeah, you might. Yeah, you. That that's the guy that has depression. Guy who's homeless. Like his wife's left him, took everything, banging his brother. Oh yeah, just just a bit depressed. Mate, no, you're not. You're you're legitimately sad. <laughs> Legitimate. That's totally fine being sad in that situation. Totally fine. Really OCD. Shut up. You're just you're just tidy. Ooh, I'm a sex addict. No, you're not. You're a whore. That just just stop it. Just let's let's just stop it, right? Let's save mental health um problems for people who actually have mental health problems, okay? Let's let's not steal the attention from them, you fucking attention seeking bastards. Oh look, there's someone suffering over there. Yeah, but and no one's looking at me, so I, I I've got a mental health illness too. No no you ain't mate. Piss off. Alright. And also, can you stop blaming arsehole, arsehole behaviour on mental health as well? Jeez. So just whenever someone does something just ridiculous, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's probably got mental health problems. No, no, sometimes people are just pricks. Yeah? No, oh, you don't know, though. You know, it's just, you, can't, you can't be ignorant of people's problems, Darren. No, I'm, I'm not being ignorant, all right? Just, I've just seen this guy acting in a very self-serving way. Look at Kanye. He's, he's in a journey. Mate, where is my... I've tried not to be bothered by the guy, but, you know, he's, he's an absolute clown. He he needs to just think about what he's saying. That's all. You know, he wants to... He said he wanted to repeal the, uh, the 13th Amendment, which is the amendment that bad slavery. But uh, then he said, no, I meant amend. Now... To amend it, I think even if he said that off the bat, people would be like, oh my God, he's wearing the MAGA hats. That means he must want to bring slavery back. But if you actually read the 13th Amendment, um, it probably does need amending. Probably does actually need amending. Have you seen the documentary 13 on Netflix? Yeah, it's free, so you should watch it. I highly recommend you watch that documentary if you have not watched it. Um... It is about the 13th Amendment and basically how it was just introduced after slavery and everyone thinks slavery was abolished in America. No, it wasn't. It was amended by the 13th Amendment where it basically says slavery is banned except if you commit a crime. Then you are a slave. So prisoners in the US actually have the same status as slaves did Back when slavery was, you know, great. Back when America was great. And slavery was happening. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that's um, that's the 13th Amendment. That's why you've got these big corporations owning prisons and then using prisoner labor, slave labour to produce shit. And that is probably something that's worth discussing and worth amending. I think, in my opinion. But probably not by Kanye West. <laughs> He's probably not the guy. Not by me either. Um, maybe not with Donald Trump in office as well. Um, 
I don't think he's probably the guy. But imagine if he was. Oh, wow. Imagine if Donald Trump was the guy to say, hey, you know, we've read the 13th Amendment and we're going to amend it. Bring slavery back. Make America great again. Woo! That's what, um, that's what I imagine some of his voters would say. I don't know. But, oh, see this video, actually, talking about people vote for Trump. This video of this um, Uber driver, a Lyft driver, who is just getting a torrent of abuse from one of his, uh, one of his customers. The guy is this um, gay Hispanic dude. Um, why do you why do you mention his sexuality and his race? Because it's definitely important to the story. So this gay Hispanic dude, right, is gets into his black um, Uber drivers or Lyft drivers car, and sorry, I'm I'm hanging up close. Uh, well, Hala always cusses me for doing other stuff while on the podcast. Um, at least I'm not driving this time. Am I right? <laughs> but um, yeah, he um, he's in the back of the car and he's just abusing the driver. He's basically what what seems to have transpired is he's requested music, the driver said no, and then this guy has gone, oh, is it because I'm not black? And then he's just saying you're racist, you're racist, and starts riffing into him saying black lives matter is bullshit all lives matter i voted for trump you're being racist you're being racist to me because of my complexion and then and he's like yeah you don't like me because i'm gay and then it's just like what you are just throwing everything at this just like which one of these accusations are going to stick so he's like, yeah you don't like me because i'm gay you don't um you're being racist because I'm not black. I was thinking, it's going to happen. He's going to say the most nonsensical thing. And then it came. You, sir, are racist against gay people. And I was like, oh, there you go. This is just utter nonsense. This video lasts about 20 minutes. Okay, you're filming me illegally. This is New York. You cannot film me without my consent. And I do not consent. And it is going on and on and on. And I said this video lasts for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And this guy, the Uber driver, does not react. He's just filming him. Straight face filming him. This guy's called the police as well, right? So one, it's not a criminal matter. Um, it's not illegal to you know deny someone's request. To play music. This guy's own was no. It's part of my contract. I'm allowed to request music. It says that in my app. Okay. Then it's a civil suit. Again. You can't call the police. For a civil suit. Unless there's been something criminal happen. Police aren't going to be there. To sort through your contract. Alright. So learn that one. And then it's just. All of this right. So you've got that. And then on video. You got this gay Hispanic dude, call a black dude, the N word, 
Then he calls him a faggot as well. Not not the driver. No, I'm talking about the gay Hispanic dude calls the black driver the N-word and a faggot. And, um, and after all of that, me watched this video. I thought, oh, this is one of those cool videos where the police come and, you know, finally we're going to see the police do something correct. That's where you think the video is going to end. No, it doesn't end like that. Police don't turn up. Police do not turn up. Because I imagine the police are like, this really isn't a crime. We have no interest in this. Because each phone call he has is, is anyone harmed? Is anyone in danger? He's like, no, I'm not in danger, but I feel unsafe. And to protect myself, I'm staying here. It's like, if you've really felt unsafe, to protect yourself, you'd get out the fucking car. Who stays in a situation that they're unsafe in? I don't get that. Anyway, let me fast forward to the end of this story. So after this 20 minute video, after anyone with any sense watching the video go, this Hispanic gay dude, Ortiz, Ortiz is his name, he says it in the video. After watching this, you're like, right, so what's gonna happen is this guy is, something's gonna happen to him. And we're gonna see something amazing happen in this video. No, the video just ends. And then you read the comments on the video and you find out that everyone sides with the driver, but the driver got sacked. The driver lost his job. While under investigation, they've said, nope, we've suspended your ability to drive for the company. How does that make any sense in any world? How? Explain it to me. How does that make sense in any world, man? You get abused racially and homophobically. Is it homophobic to call a non-gay person a faggot? I don't know. Um, yeah, like if you call the white person the N-word, is that... If you call the white person nigger, would that be... I, I don't know. It would be a strange thing. I, I don't know. If it was a black person who said it to a white person, in this case, it was a gay person calling the black person a faggot. Does oh, I'm confused. But I wouldn't expect to be sacked if I was on the end of it. So, yeah. It's strange. I don't know. It's just the fact this guy had the audacity to call the police in the first place. Like, it's all Trevor Noah talk about. It's such an American thing just to call the police for anything. I think just police need to be more like, no, we're not coming. What? There's no crime here. No, but I've, I want to I, I want to speak to an officer now. Well, tough. All right, we're busy. We're busy with real crimes. And if you don't get off the phone, we're going to arrest you for wasting police time. Do they have wasting police time in America? Maybe that's what it is. In the UK, you do have to feel like, oh, I actually need police here because this is going to be peak for me. Um, right. What else has uh, happened in, in the news? What else did I see that I found interesting or entertaining? Uh, Costa. Costa needs to avo different ad. Right, a Costa advert has been banned for encouraging people to eat bacon for breakfast rather than avocado. Two listeners had complained it discouraged the selection of fresh fruit and the light-hearted radio advert said a coffee and a delicious piping hot bacon roll was better. Th was a better deal 
than an avocado that takes 18 days, three hours and 20 minutes to ripen and will then only be edible for about 10 minutes. Anyone with sense can see that is funny, tongue in cheek, and you know, just come into the shop and have some bacon. That's, that's what it costs are doing. They've got some bacon rolls they want to sell you. However, uh, so it also says Costa said it was not urging listeners to make a definitive choice over two breakfast items, but the complaints were upheld. Uh, yeah, it was upheld. The Advertising Standard Authority said the coffee chain should ensure future adverts did not disparage good dietary practice. Who were these two listeners? Please tell me who these two listeners were. I don't believe this. I don't believe anyone's driving in their car or sat by a radio, heard an advert that says, Oi, people, come and get some cheap bacon sandwiches. It's better than an avocado that takes fucking ages to ripen and is only edible to eat for 10 minutes. And they go, Oh, no. Oh, that's. I'm complaining because avocado's healthier than bacon. Yeah, yeah, it is. So you know that. So eat an avocado then. But why are we complaining about this? Why? You know, did like no one was abused, no one's human rights were <laughs> um, taken away. Nothing was offensive or I don't get who is the person who heard the advert and said I'm calling in to complain. I don't really get most people complain about TV shows though. I get some things are offensive. Some things are shocking. Like I was in a restaurant on Sunday. And, um, and yeah, I, I was I was taken aback by the music being the uncut version of songs. I was like, oh, shit, he's funny swearing. It was a Kanye West song. You're such a fucking hoe, I love it. You're such a fucking hoe, I love it. That was playing in a restaurant. There was kids, and there was olds, and my mum was there. We just kept on distracting my mum. We were just talking at her. So don't let don't let the conversation fall silent. Everyone else at the table clocked. It was the uncut version. And stuff. Uh, but we just yeah, we just spoke at my mum so she didn't stop and listen to what was going on. But um, but yeah, even then, I didn't even bother complaining to the guy at the restaurant. And that was easy enough to do, and that would have been fully, you know, legitimate to do. But I didn't. And I was like, ah, whatever. I bothered. So who's the person driving along? I'm pulling over now. Gonna be late for work, but I'm, I'm pulling over. All right. Hello? Yes? Advertising Standards Authority? Yep. I want to complain about a Costa advert. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've... Because of that advert, I had an avocado in my fridge, but I didn't eat it. Now I've eaten 16 bacon rolls from Costa. I could have got an avocado, but instead I've got these bacon rolls because the advertising was too good. And now I'm fat. I have high cholesterol. My heart's almost packed in. I've lost a foot. All right, diabetes has kicked right in. And now, my avocado's spoiled as well, isn't it? Because I left it on the side. I only popped out. Just, I just popped out for, for, yeah, for a little bit of shopping. Probably for a little bit of shopping. I thought when I come home, I'll finish eating that avocado. All right. 
But instead, instead of me being back home in 15 minutes, I was back home in 17 and a half minutes because I was buying all the bacon rolls from Costa. And you know what happened those two and a half minutes, don't you? Yeah, the avocado spoiled. That's what happened. So I am calling because I want this advert taken off the radio. All right? Thank you. Thank you. God. Anyway, um, enough of that nonsense. What else has been happening? I wrote some other stuff. Oh, the, the Hackney Rampage. Hear about that. The, the, that's how it's reported. The man is on a rampage in Hackney. Stabbing rampage in Hackney. I'm telling you what. There's, the, this fucking participation generation is ridiculous, okay? I grew up at a time we had to win to get notoriety. This guy went on a rampage in Hackney. Do you know how many people he killed? None. Rampage with a knife. How many people did he kill? None. How many people did he stab? One. Not even critical. The guy's not even critical, the guy he stabbed. He's on a rampage. He's on a rampage. Fuck off. This is Hackney. It's not a rampage. It's just a normal, like, normal <laughs> evening. Just, I'd run around with a knife, all right? Called the police. Police came, apprehended him. One guy was stabbed. Rampage. I don't know, man. It's like I said, it's like the terrorist stuff in Westminster. It happened, the guy knocked over three cyclists and killed nobody. Again, it's just, oh, well done for taking part. Well done, you get the title terrorist. Oh, well done, you're a terrorist. You, you, you got what you want. No, you, no, you're not. You're not a terrorist. And you, sir, running around the train with a knife, you're not on the rampage, okay? No. I could stab more people, and I, and that would just be me eating my dinner. Clumsy. Whoops, sorry, Mum, just stabbed in the arm there. Yeah, my, my hand slipped. Whoops, sorry. Just stabbed my niece in the leg. There you go, two people stabbed at a dinner table, done. This guy, running around the train with a knife, only got one person. I, I don't. It's just like you, you're not on a rampage. You're just a fucking loser of a knife. And we need to stop giving these people headlines. Big headlines. He's on a, he's on a rampage. Terrorist attack. I was remember the good old days, yeah. I remember the good old days when there was proper terrorism, alright? You was Irish, you had the bomb, you put it in a bin. You might put some nails in the bomb as well, like proper homemade stuff, yeah? That was proper terrorism, yeah? Pro that was proper scary. Old building, boom, gone. Know what I mean? 9-11, proper terrorism. That 7-7 bomb is proper terrorism. That that bullshit. Driving your car. Hitting three cyclists. Fuck off. Fuck off, mate. Try again. What? No, I'm going to nick you. Try again. There you go for your self-esteem. You think you're a terrorist? No, I'm going to mention your bloody name. What? Nah. All your terrorist mates who put you up to it, yeah? If you've got any fucking mates, you loser. I'm not going to tell him you did it. Imagine, because that's what it is. It's all about no right, isn't it? It's like if you're in a gang and you, and you stab someone. And you go back to the rest of the gang. Yeah, I stabbed him, innit? Yeah, I stabbed him. No, you did. What? No, nah, there's no news about it. You didn't do it. I saw him walking around the other day. He looks fine. You sure you stabbed him? Yeah, no, I definitely did. No, nah, I don't think you did. So, rampage, mate. Nah, not a rampage. Fucking ridiculous. I don't want people stabbed. I don't, I, that's not the point I'm making. I was, 
I said, can we just stop sensationalising news? Can we just, can we just make news boring again? I just remember, as, that's what I remember as a kid. News was boring because it was, it felt factual. Just non-sensationalised. It's just, yes. The social media reporters, one man was stabbed in Hackney. That's it. But it's all right. Done. News. Rampage. Men's on a rampage. No, he's not. No, he's fucking not. Anyway, what is time? Uh, let's get some dear Deirdre on. Let's hope there's some good ones here because I haven't actually checked properly. I'm, I'm doing this on Saturday, by the way, because I'm, I'm busy tonight driving down to Bristol in this shit weather. Um, obviously, now I've moved uh, place, so I've got some obviously parking on the street. This is parking space. Why doesn't anyone park here? This is a good space. Right outside my, um, right outside the gate uh, to, where, to where I live. I thought this is a good place to park. I've parked there for a week. I've realised why no one parks there. My car is covered in leaves. Like, I need to actually scoop them all out of the the vent because it's, it's ridiculous. Right. Let's see. Dear Deirdre, pub girl has turned nasty after I moved in with her when I got her pregnant. But I cannot live without my wife. Okay. This sounds like a mess. I left my mates in a pub and had drunken sex with a girl. Now she says she's pregnant. I've made the, mis- the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, you didn't pull out, mate. I mean, if you're not going to wear a condom, gents, at least pull out, you know? Just, 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 you just got to, just got to pull out. I guess some guys just don't have that reflex. So some guys are really focused on STDs. There's some guys really focused on pregnancy. You know, there's some guys just focused on birth. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so... Yeah, there's some guys who just bang away, get them pregnant, and be like, well, as long as I'm, as long as I'm out of the picture before the kids here, I'm all right." Whereas um, I think most guys I know are just more about pregnancy. They're like, "Yeah, just you gotta put that." So that was the biggest mistake you made. Anyway, I'm 27 and got married eight months ago. Oh, mate, jeez, you're not even like deep into the marriage where it's got boring. Uh, it's got one of my dreams. She's 26. Yeah, she's 26. Sexy, warm, and loving. Um, I went to spend my life and with her and have kids with her. Oh, that's nice. We had our ups and downs, but always sorted it out. During one of our rough patches three months ago, I went out with the lads. See, rough patches are a bad one as well, you know. Just, you're going through a rough patch. I get people's behaviour can change in rough patches. You don't know where it's going, you, you don't know if it's going to end, you, you're in an emotionally bad place and stuff. So you've got to try and deal with the issue, obviously. But if you can't deal with the issue and you're in that rough place, you know, that happens with people. You, you can't be barebacking women in pubs. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the rough patch, three months ago, I went up to the lad, started drinking and got talking to this girl. We found we had lots in common. She's 23. Yeah, had lots in common. You want to bang us, she wanted to bang you. As the evening wore on, we both got drunk and ended up at her house where we had sex. We used a condom. You did use a... Oh, mate. Oh, God. That's just unlucky then. We used a condom, but it split. 
She said, she, she said she'd get the morning after pill. No, 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 my friend. You change your plans the next day. You go to the clinic with her. And then you just give her that boy after pill. You, you pop that in her mouth and you, you rub her throat like a dog. Just like, go on, you get that down there. Go on, drink some more water. Drink some more. Drink some more. Okay, keep that in. I'm going to sit here for a good 12 hours and make sure you don't vomit that up. You make sure you digest that little morning after pill, won't you? Go on then, girl. You make sure there is no baby coming out of you. That is half me. Okay, let's keep it. Yep, all right. I think I've been here long enough. I'm going to leave now. Um, yeah, by the way, my name's not Gary. And uh, that's not my mobile number. See you later. Bye. Do, 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 do. Oh, right, now I've got to go back to my wife. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, we swapped numbers, but on the way home, I decided not to see her again because I felt so guilty. Again, I, I'm not saying how people should act like bastards, but if you are, you've got to time your bastardry, mate. She's just, you know, you, you just, you've just left your seed in her. Um... Not the time to piss her off. Um, power. All with her at the moment. So this is where you've got to be a right gent. Even if you're an arsehole like you are. Because you've cheated on your wife. But look, you've got to manage this situation right to the end. You've got to be like, oh yeah, that's such a great night. When you want to meet up again. You know, so she's like, oh right, cool. I don't need to keep this baby to keep contact with this guy. I can get rid of it because we're going to go on another date. Oh, she just pops in the morning after pill as well. She pops in another one after the one you gave her. She's not just going to double down, make sure there really isn't a baby coming here. And then, you know, you go on that second date and then that's when you ghost her. That's when you do it. But anyway, I phoned her the next day and told her we can only be friends as I'm married. She accepted this and we stayed in touch. A month later, she phoned me saying she's pregnant. Oh, maybe she's not pregnant by you. Plot twist. Dude, the twisted plot. Maybe she's pregnant by someone else and to get you back. She's now says she's pregnant by you. You hurt her feelings and now she's going to fuck your life. Plot twist. Fuck your wife. Huh? That's right. You're going to come home one day and she is going to be having sex. Your pregnant girlfriend is having sex with your wife. I don't know. We saw what happened on the other week when I was reading this Dear Gigi where the guy's girlfriend banged his mum. So, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I asked her if she had taken the morning after pill and she said yes, but she was on antibiotics at the time and that, it's, and that stopped it working. Nah, she was drinking. Anyone who's been on antibiotics know that if you drink when on antibiotics, it is new. Yeah. <laughs> if, she, if she was on antibiotics... While drinking, uh, you, sir, have to be some kind of rapist. <laughs> you get so battered when drunk, when, uh, when on antibiotics when you're drinking. But she clearly wasn't that drunk. She seems to have gone with everything that's... I'm not going to accuse this guy of being a rapist. That's, but, yeah. So I think she's lying about the antibiotics. So, therefore, I think she's lying about taking the morning after pill. 
Um, she wants to keep the baby, though I cannot understand why. She already has two children by different fathers. She wants three by three. And then she wants a cube. That's what you call a cube when you have three by three. That's, uh, that's what it's called a cube there. Three dimensions. Three different dimensions there. Same length. Same, yeah. Cube. Four by four. Jeep. That's what you call a lady who has four kids by... Four different men. Oh, and vice versa. A guy who has four kids by four different women as well. Jeeps. That's that's what I call those people. Jeeps. But, um... <laughs> you only one kid by each new parent. That's... If you have two kids, then you, you've messed up the Jeep concept. It's got to be four by four. Off-roader. The Jeep, a Range Rover. Yes, yes, you are. You're four by four. Uh, wait so he says she wants she says she wants us to be a family so I decided to do the right thing and stand by her no you didn't do the right thing mate I left my wife and moved in so you left your wife who has no kids and who you're married to for a woman who has two kids by two other blokes and she may not actually be carrying your kid you sir have poor decision making skills I didn't tell my wife while I was leaving she was heartbroken. I bet she was, you fucking animal. Which made me feel even worse, as she's so special to me. Clearly not. My lover has turned out to be really aggressive and has a very nasty personality. It's weird that you didn't get to learn all that when you smashed her after a night out in a pub. I, I, I just thought we were so compatible. We had that one conversation in the pub, got drunk, and then I banged you. I thought we were just like, destined to be with each other I don't know I'm surprised I'm surprised that considering we know so little about each other that this hasn't worked out it's confused me um she's now 16 weeks pregnant but living with her is a nightmare I don't want to leave my child with her uh, her children run to me when she's angry I've been seeing my wife behind her back and we have sex you're now cheating on your pregnant girlfriend with your wife. I... Honey? Shaggy? Oh? This is a mess. Hey. Hello. Hi, babe. So I'm recording my podcast. How you doing? I'm alright. You're on the podcast now. Oh, my God. Horrible out there. You're sharing it. Oh, so shit. Yeah. There's traffic everywhere as well, and I'm cold, and I've been cold all morning. I'm sorry to hear this, babe. Why are there bags by the front door? Um, right, I'm going to pause the podcast. Why? Right. Let's talk about it on the podcast. All right, fair enough. If people want to hear this, there's bags at the front door, so I'm going to put them in the boot of my car. Good idea. Oh, See. so you don't want them folded nicely? No, I'm okay. going to put them in the boot of my car, so when I go shopping next time, I'll actually remember to take the bags out. All right. There okay, dear. How did you do with the shop? Oh, wow, this is on the podcast. Good. Uh, where's my receipt? It's just got to be one of the bags, isn't it? I don't know. I don't um, need a receipt. No, because he can see all the things that I bought. I think you did quite well. You even bought extra stuff. Broccoli, you bought grapes. There were no mixed berries? No, there wasn't. You bought bananas. I don't love bananas. Hope you'll eat them. I'll eat them. Um, oh. I couldn't find mixed berries. What about I got, eggs? I got mixed grapes. No, I didn't. Did you need eggs? Did I didn't need eggs. All oh, right. But um, yeah, I bought. Oh yeah. I bought... Oh, why the hell did you buy Tesco pasta? 
Oh, here it goes. And then Tesco it's, what, pasta what, is like. What do you want? You want made, the same made thing with as, bad quality flour. So you wanted the thing of like where you get your passata, that that brand. Yes, exactly that brand. Oh. This one here, yeah. Napolina. Yeah. See, I, I had a feeling that could have been. Yeah, that's okay. But you knew that already. But it's fine. You bought one sweet sweet corn. No, I didn't buy one. I bought four, but I put one in there and three in there. Oh. So that's a cluster. Oh, you put them in there. Okay. So I just save as the chopped tomatoes oh, and okay. the passata. I think you did all right. How much did you spend? 34 quid. Oh, well done, Darren. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's real shock, joy, and an almost patronisation. I think you did very well. Um, what else? Oh, we're in a bit of a rush, aren't we? A bit yeah, of a hurry up. Yeah. Um, anything that was was half price, I just bought two of. Did you see the difference of the sheet of the sheets? They look yes. a bit different. Yeah. They look different. Yeah. Um, everything that was half price, you bought two of. Okay. Yeah. So you have an extra yeah. one. There you go. See. Lovely. I can shop. I'm not a feckless moron. Brilliant. So there you go. And this stuff's just hung out now because yeah. it just came out. Okay. Why did it just come out? I said put it on in the morning. Yeah, but I hadn't had a shower. Or got out of bed, <laughs> so enough. I was like, oh, I have to wait. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, cool. All stuff's to the right, in the right corner. No, I wasn't looking in here for that. I'm getting sheets, because we've got to pack a whole lifetime supply right. of stuff now. Cool. Um, do, do you want to hear one of Dear Deirdre things? Let's find one, so you can get involved. And then I'll end the podcast, we get what, ready. What do you say? I'm going to pick another dear, dear for you to get involved in. Alright. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Are you happy that we're going today? Not happy with the weather. Are we still on podcast? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is not pause. <laughs> no, no. Right, here you go. Um, I feared I've wrecked my family's prospects after racking up seven grand gambling debt. Wow, okay. Um, I've got myself into seven grand gambling debt. Um, so seven grand debt through gambling. I think I've blown my chances of getting a mortgage. I'm 31. My girlfriend is 29. Well, this is close, isn't it? This is, this is close to the mark, except for I'm... You mean it's close to the mark with us? We're age, age-wise. Oh, That's okay. All. But, okay. oh, no, I've got something to tell you. Ten you, grand you debt. Not ten grand debt. If you were in ten grand debt? Yes. Through, oh, through through gambling strippers and then you'd be a completely different person to the person that I thought that you were so it's true I, I manage my money well with strippers um I've <laughs> right we have two beautiful little girls um that's, nice. that's very different to us we don't have any beautiful little girls no nope. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend found out about my debts recently we got you right, sorry so yeah, um, my girlfriend about my debts recently when she looked at my emails. She was so angry because I told her my gambling habit was over. It was over for a while, but I was weak and went back to it. I'm so afraid of losing her. and I know I've ruined everything. We were supposed to be getting a mortgage on a new flat, but I think I've blown our chances of that. So, question to you. Right. In that situation, me and you, we've got two kids about to get a mortgage. Well, we're meant to be saving for a mortgage, and then you find out through an email of mine that I've got seven grand gambling debt. Okay, so we're just about to get a mortgage. No, well, I'm not getting a mortgage with you. That's yeah, ridiculous. Are you, you staying with me or have I ruined everything? 
Oh, it's a lot of lying. Isn't it? I think you've ruined everything. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> it is though. No, yes though, isn't he? He's ruined everything. I'm trying to yeah. think. I need to think of an equivalent because I'm. I don't have. Okay, so the big one goes. Goes what well, in the nice yeah. one? Yeah. I was thinking that this is right. We're now talking about pillowcases. See. I think every guy's been through this when they live with a woman that you you think you can do something and then they they, they deconstruct it and say no you, you can't you haven't done that um yeah I thought the big one it felt like it would start stretching out your nice pillowcase so I thought oh, oh I didn't want to put it in there no I probably would look less crease stretched out anyway and because I my greasy head is more likely to go on no your greasy the, head should go on top of this on that one yeah so that's why I went. That's why I went the bigger one. The flat one. one should go. All right, it doesn't matter. You see what we, I mean? We share now, isn't it? So that's that's, to, that's why. It doesn't did really that. matter what I used to do, isn't it? That's true. Come on, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we've got to end this podcast because I can't. We people can't be listening to. Why? Ha- Don't you like the domestics? Darren, uh, did you get can. an ironing board? No, I didn't have time. So I oh, thought I'd prioritise. Okay. They have them in Asda, you know. Yeah. But they were a little bit expensive in Asda. Um, I thought I'd prioritise getting groceries over ironing board. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know what time you got up with. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just relaxing, isn't it? I, when's the last time I got to lay it on a Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Did you have a nice night by yourself? Yeah, all right. And let's end the podcast. <laughs> Why? Huh? Okay, well, I want. Oh, so what are we talking about? We're talking about his debt. Yeah. Yeah. He's it. done. Yeah, he's done. There's no way back. What can he do? He would have to show a complete change, and I would have to see how he's going to rectify this debt. We need some time apart. What if he? So we'd have to like enroll in some kind of gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Program. Yeah, I want to see all his finances. I don't want your name on nothing to do with me. Oh shit. Yeah, was, the, finan- the financial it. trust is done, isn't it? It's really done. Yeah, cool. Right, okay, that's that's the end of the podcast. Um, what, what are you saying, low battery? Yeah, cool. Whoa, it's almost an hour long. Jeez, just been rambling. All right, people. Uh, oh wow, you're all right. You're right, babes. <laughs> you're right, you're right, darling. You're right. Do you hear my girlfriend sneeze? Are you gonna, are you gonna do your usual sneeze? You're just gonna sneeze once. Now you've been recorded. Hey. <laughs> She sneezes multiple times. I love her for it. Go <laughs> <laughs> away. It's usually about seven on average. I'm not sneezing anymore. No? I don't think so. That doesn't sound like... That sounds like the voice of someone who's about to sneeze. Uh, huh? I can't do it. No? No, no more. Three sneezes. I'm shocked. That's... That's a record low for you. <laughs> that is true. So, hold on. Are my sneezes more interesting than our domestics? No? No, it's just it's a novelty that you sneeze so much in the row. You're, I think you're really fighting not to sneeze again. Um, my body can't react when it's under pressure. So. <laughs> so that's what I need to do to help you to not sneeze multiple times, is put you under pressure. Uh-huh, but then I feel like I need to sneeze, so it's not feeling very nice. Nah, fair enough. Um, what's going to say to end the podcast so I've got promote gigs Friday at Fontaine's in Stoke Newington and on Sunday in Birmingham for brunch with so what's uh yeah (laughs) there it is number four
Uh, so <laughs> on Friday, yeah, it's free to get in, come down. I think I'll be doing 20 minutes. <laughs> there it is, number five. 20 minutes. Um, it'll be Philio Huff, Daniel John, Brandon Palmer, and Sarah Lee. It will be on there. And then on Sunday, it's in Birmingham. And that will be Kane Brown, Ori Stanley, <laughs> Junior Booker. That's number six. And the sneezes. Told you seven is where it gets to usually. <laughs> um, and tickets for that are available on my website as well. Um, also, this <laughs> one. Seven. There is seven. Len Goodman. So, um, yeah. So, those are the gigs this week. So, <laughs> eight. Eight. We're not going to end this podcast till she stops sneezing. No. Why? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Even I can feel the pressure in the roof. It's <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> ah, there we go. Nine. All right, people. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>